Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to episode 311 of the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. And this one is awesome. It's with Chase Colston from the Troubadour Festival in Salina, Texas. That's going to be on Saturday, November 6th. And Salina is north of the DFW area. It's actually close to McKinney and Frisco. And you might know Chase from the Red Dirt Festival. He put that on. That was his creation. And now this is his new festival. This is the inaugural event. It looks awesome. I'm not going to talk too much about it because he gives all the details in this. But let me just let you know that there are 42 barbecue joints at this. There are five bands, eight hours of music. It is going to be an insane day. There are different levels of tickets. I wanted to get this out quickly because on Friday, 10 a.m. Texas time, Central time, the tickets go on sale. If it's anything like the Red Dirt Festival, they'll sell out very, very quickly. They have different packages. They have a VIP package, which gets you in there an hour early to try all the barbecue places. You get barbecue and music for that and other stuff. Then there's also a barbecue and music package. And then you can also get just tickets for the concert. And that would get you entry at 4 o'clock. It's actually an in-and-out event, too. So you can come early, come with your kids, eat barbecue, you get wristbands, you can leave, have the kids stay with the babysitter, come back for the music, and even some of the barbecue places will be serving barbecue after. They'll be selling barbecue after 4 o'clock when the music starts. And there'll be taco trucks from local taco place. It's going to be just an amazing event, and I'm really happy for Chase and really excited for this. So I just wanted to get this out as soon as possible. We go over all the different barbecue joints. We go over all the music, what this is all about, what it means to him, and how he got to where he is today from the Red Dirt Festival. I can't thank Chase enough for doing everything he does for the barbecue world, for the music world, and for taking the time to talk all about this so quickly. So if you want to get the scoop, you want to get tickets go to trubadourfestival.com i'll put links below to everything i'll have a companion blog piece and i'll keep on my blog i'll keep things updated for the festival you're not going to want to miss this and the kevin's barbecue joints podcast and youtube show is brought to you by flores tortillas they're at florestortillas.com pretty much every monday at 10 a.m texas time michael wyant drops dozens and dozens online you can order them have them shipped anywhere in the united states but they sell out quickly and also too when you get them they are made with all natural ingredients so make sure that when you do receive them this is a good note put them in the fridge that way they keep long they don't have like all these other ingredients like keep them on the shelf forever but the main ingredient that these tortillas have and which make them one of the best in the world is smoked beef tallow again that's florestortillas.com out of whitney texas Check them out. And I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com. If you're enjoying these, please subscribe. If you're just watching this on the YouTube side, there's a podcast version. Just search Kevin's BBQ Joints on any of the podcast networks. If you're listening on the podcast, check it out at youtube.com slash kevinsbbqjoints if you want to see this. But in the end, stay safe and enjoy this with Chase Colson. Well, Chase, it's good to see you. You too, man. It's been a long, long, seems like, yeah, seems like 20 years, but it's, a, it's been yeah, a few years and, and things have changed a lot since then. How, how are you doing in general? How was like, because you made, we made a big announcement yesterday with the lineup and we'll get into all that, but how does it feel today? Is it, was it exciting yesterday and it was stressful? And yeah, yeah, it was really exciting, real stressful, you know, just phone ring and emails going and, you know, my business partner is, he's not in the business, you know, he's he does smart things like make money doing other smart stuff. So yeah, talking to him and kind of keeping him updated on what's going on and, and really just the massive influx of response and social media posts and, you know, whatever else and getting press releases out and all that stuff. It was, it's always stressful, but this is just like, you know, this is Christmas for me, you know, when you release the lineup, it always has. And then, you know, Friday is just going to be, or yeah, the next two days, it's really just going to be like just hitting, hitting refresh. I'm like, okay, how many are we seeing? Your it's dog like, is super excited <laughs> about this too. <laughs> yeah, all three of them. So like, but then you're just, you're just refreshing and being like, you know, seeing what the cells are like and, and, you know, being able just to reopen a lot of these relationships and talk to people I hadn't talked to in a while, or, you know, and book the bands that I've booked before and things like that. It's, it's, it's good to see it again, honestly, you know, and cause it's, and it feels right was, for you. Okay? This is a big part of that. That was a big part of you. Oh yeah. That's what I did every day. When you go more than a year of doing essentially nothing, you know, just your furloughed and you're, you're just you're living on unemployment. And a lot of the times you can't go anywhere you know, it, it, it takes a toll and it, oh, yeah. it's a, it's a something not used to when you're, especially when you're, 
the one thing that you love the most, you know, outside of, you know, my family or whatever is, is live music mm -hmm. and not able to go see live music. And you know, when it's, when I go from seeing, you know, 30 shows a year to one or two, I think I <laughs> yeah. saw two in 2020. And I was at one, uh, seeing Josh Weathers when, um, the oh, CDC wow. came out about the, you know, the public gatherings or whatever. And I was on the bat on the patio at this restaurant talking to Parker McCollum's agent about, you know, trying to find a rescheduled date, you know? Oh my God. So it's, and then it was a little over a month later, it was, it was, it was furlough time. So for people that might not know, cause we had, and I'll put a link to our previous interview and there are some people maybe that are coming, you know, are new to this. You, you worked with, was, what was the company that you was, was a, but it was, it was a call. It wasn't the Red Root Festival was, was run by a company, right? Yeah, it's owned by Townsquare Media, which is one of the largest uh, radio and media companies in in America. Yeah, yeah. And this so, is a, and this is a festival that that you started. Yeah, there 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 are two employees. <laughs> and so things because of the pandemic and and whatever you got furloughed, and then it's that that relationship is over. At what point did you think this would happen? And so you connected with your friend, and is that how it happened? Or? Yeah, he he said you know, show me what a budget would look like and show me what a festival would look like. And, you know, the, the cost analysis and the expenses and, and I went to him and kind of showed him and he said, you know, this is all right, let's do it. He, you know, he's a, he's in the architecture business, landscape architect. And oh, he's wow. like, man, I, he's like, I just want to do something fun. He's like, I love what I do, but let's do something fun and make this an investment. And how long, how long did it take you to get these people on board and we'll go over i want to go over the list of people and i want to because there's people too there's restaurants that the barbecue joints that aren't you aren't usually at festivals which is awesome like the mm -hmm. list is massive and killer and and yeah and it could have been bigger is, is, is the crazy part and, <laughs> and a lot of the ones and a lot of the ones that would normally do a show with me you know like a stanley's and tyler or, mm -hmm. or some other ones just or Mickaway, like Tom Mickaway's getting married that day. And, oh. you know, some just, some just couldn't make it work. And some are still experiencing some of the issues that a lot of restaurants are. Yeah. That was, we'll talk about that was, a, that was kind of a fun, that was kind of a fun day. Cause you had to have like, I would have like spurts of like things happening that would kind of get me excited again. And then weeks of not really anything happening where it's just like, okay, this is back to yeah, you're whatever, but 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 now this this shit is real so <laughs> when are the dates the date and the time when when does the festival start and what's the date yeah so saturday november 6th salina texas so you know people who not real sure where that is it's a little bit north of frisco mckinney area uh north dfw a great 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 town's very excited for it and the day of the festival it's a it's a long day it's 12 to 12 um our vips come in at noon they get an hour earlier and they have some they have so they have the extra time with uh, sampling the barbecue restaurants and then um, they get some other cool stuff and then our troubadour barbecue and music ticket holders come in at one o'clock so they've got three hours of sampling all the restaurants um, and then the show starts at four o'clock which is when our uh, music ticket holders come in and uh, and music is eight hours on stage it's it's a uh, it's five bands and we'll be done at midnight so it's a what it's a, a marathon yeah what a day that's just it's a long day but you have to you know, you have to consume slowly. Yeah, it's it's called yeah, pacing yourself. Maybe you could we could do a video on how to pace yourself yeah. properly for the Troubadour <laughs> Festival. <laughs> it, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. That's yeah. that's so that's exciting, and that's really that's really crazy. So you announced it. You didn't announce it, but what three weeks ago? Like it was recently that you announced it, and then you just mm -hmm. announced the lineup yesterday, and then right. tickets go on sale for on friday officially for the public right right public on sale is 10 o'clock friday at troubadourfestival.com yeah we we basically went live with the brand and the event on august 10th we put out a teaser video you know we we showcased our our full logo and our branding and all of that um that i have to give a huge shout out to brady clark uh brisket country down at down and down in georgetown for the amazing work he did on everything um, and Jared Whitman, uh, one of his partners who did our website and stuff like that, the videos, he's uh, st the absolute stellar guys. And just had a, a blast sharing this vision with them and, you know, going back and forth on ideas and, 
like when Brady kind of sent me the first draft of the poster, like I just wanted to run through a wall, man. I <laughs> that just, poster looks I was, gorgeous. That's gorgeous. Yeah, I was I was just absolutely blown away. I'll put I'll put and, it right here. Yeah, everybody can see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I sent it to a couple of people close to me, and you know, I just on a secretive basis, and I I said, you you've got to see this. You've got to see what this guy can do, and it was just. It was cool. It was so cool. And his vision, uh, yeah, I mean, his vision scene looks like it meshed exactly with what you guys were trying to present. Oh yeah. I had known who Brady was and we were, you know, social media friends or whatever. We never really met in person, really talked that much. And when we started having the conversation about it, you know, it was like, you know, stepbrothers, did we just come best friends? And, you know, he's nice, he such saw, a nice guy. Like a yeah. genuine, yeah. I, I love Brady. He saw exactly what we were what we were trying to do and, and and what the vision was, what the uh, direction of the event is. And, and he just, he just absolutely crushed it. And then taking all that and going into, you know, the announcement yesterday, um, like I had sent the poster to all the restaurants on Monday and, you know, told him just hold off till after we announced and, you know, I did all that. And, you know, same with the artists and we just, and it just kind of, we had already built up a pretty good little following in those two weeks, you know, on social media, things like that. And then um, when it hit our social media and then other places in Salina in the area kind of hit, it was, it was, it was balls to the wall. It was phone was going off, you know, every four seconds and emails were coming in about this and that, and our full website was live. So, you know, you got to see the full poster there and, and, you know, the tickets and things like that. So it's, the amount of buzz it's it's created already has been i mean it's just been crazy just out of nowhere I, I i expected buzz and i expect some excitement but what has been happening over the last 24 or 48 hours has just been crazy well there's also a, a pent-up desire to do to go to number one an outdoor concert go to concerts in general and then to do a festival like this the timing couldn't be better for what you're putting together and, and what you're putting it's a, yeah. I, because people want that so badly yeah absolutely you know and and people like me who love live music and haven't really been able to go that much um, over the past year and a half and and then you take the barbecue aspect of it and and they're just as ready and excited as we are because you know they run the restaurants but as just like live music the past you know 18 months has just been absolute hell for these guys and it, yeah so and hard. that was yeah, and that was especially humbling was reaching out to them and telling them what I was doing now and that I was kind of back and, um, you know, bringing Troubadour Festival to Salina and, you know, completely understood considering situations over the past year and a half that could make it and being able to turn those conversations and reconnecting with those people into 42 participating barbecue restaurants just absolutely blew me away. And we were we were shooting for 40. Like I wanted 40. I wanted to hit that solid number. So that was and, your number. Okay. Yeah. And, um, got to 40 and then one who had actually, what said they weren't gonna be able to make it reached out and said, Hey, by the way, we can make it. I said, okay, I'm not gonna tell you no. So at 41 and I was like, I like even numbers, man. Like we gotta, <laughs> we gotta have one more. So I re I, re I reached out to one more and it's, it, it, it also, it's, it sucks because, there are still so many great ones out there, you know, and that either have reached out or that I know and would absolutely want to put them on it, you know, and if, if this goes well this year, it might be a thing, okay, instead of 42, we have 50 next yeah. year, um, you know, if, if space and all that allows, but it's, that's how crazy Texas barbecue is right now. It's like, even when, uh, you know, I first started doing this, yes, there were a lot of great ones, but with the rise of social media and all these, you know, new restaurants opening and, the new takes on barbecue yeah yeah and it's it's just it's turned into just just an almost endless amount of just absolute rock stars in barbecue an abundance of just quality like such yeah high quality. yeah yeah absolutely like where you it's, go in the state it's just crazy yeah and it's it's and there's so many on this on this list and this lineup that i haven't even been able to try yet yeah, that's that I'm going to cool, be stoked huh? to try. Yeah, to try them there because I I followed them and I've seen them and um you know read and all that stuff. But especially the last year and a half when you can't go anywhere, you know you're not able to really try them. So it was it. Yeah. I'm excited and and all around it's just been just absolutely just giddy on every front. For Red Dirt, do you remember how many you had? Uh, yeah, the most I ever had was uh, I think 25 was oh, there. So. so you so you've got you've got 17 you know additional ones here. Um, and you know, when I, when I did red dirt, 
you know, those six years, it was kind of the same thing. You know, I was trying for, for 30 the last year and then the world came to an end, but uh, <laughs> when it comes down, when it, you know, it was those 25, but I always just wanted to say, I just wish I had room for more because there's still so many great ones and they would reach out and, you know, I'm not going to tell the ones who helped been there from the beginning, you know, started with 14 in 2014, you know, had 15, one couldn't make it the last minute. So we had 14 and then, um, you know, it went to like 16 or 18 or something, you know, and then it got to be 20 and I was like, okay, we can do 25, let's do 25. And, you know, being able to grow that and meet more people was, was awesome. And I was able to reconnect with so many of those. And, 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 and they're all, they've all ones. become really good friends with you and they, they want you to be successful and they want you to do something that you love. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's been, you know, an especially uh, humbling part that's, you know, that's really come to light, you know, this throughout this whole process is these restaurants are experiencing some of the worst times in their business which a lot of them still perform well and performed well when they were just to go or whatever. People, a lot of people did a lot. They did great supporting local businesses, but when you don't have your dining rooms or you're having staffing issues or you're and experiencing the huge rise in meat costs right now. And, um, you know, you mentioned traveling hours to an event and, you know, we do what we can to help offset some of these costs and, and do some other things as a, you know, as to bring them in, but they're still out you know, a lot of money just to participate in this vision. And I, you know, I love the music, but I don't, you know, those guys who are on stage, some of them I know personally and things like that, but they're not people I talk to all the time or see in person and, you know, shake hands and, and hug them and, you know, go to weddings together, or go to parties together. Like these are actual people I would consider family. You know, it's just, that's been, that's been the best part is that they've, still chosen to do this despite the circumstances that have been surrounding them for that so makes, long. That makes me so happy. And it makes me, it makes me, number one, I'm just so happy for you because I, it crushed me when I heard that things were changing for you in that respect. Mm -hmm. And I've been just hopeful that something like this would happen. And then for them, I, you know, it has been, it has been so hard and this will be like kind of cathartic for them and, and a way to get together and, and enjoy yeah. something that they all love to do and especially based and with, uh, with the music too. I think that that kind of ties it all. It makes sense what it does, Yeah, but, it's yeah, a, but it is, a, it is, a, it's an expense for them and time and everything to, but obviously it's, it's special to them and it's, and this will, yeah, sure. this, this is the inaugural one. So this is even more exciting. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, and the, the first day I decided that we were just going to, you know, send out, you know, I was just going to send out, you know, reach out and, you know, invite these guys, you know, I basically just kind of wrote a generic text message, a huge one, actually, sorry, people, and, <laughs> and just copied and pasted it to, you know, my no, initial group. And I, I mean, I, I kid you not, we had 18 yeses in 10 minutes. Really? It, it was, yeah. And I'm, I'm just sitting there, my phone's that's, just like, you know, where it's a, you know, absolutely. Or an ex, expletive, yeah, or something like that. <laughs> Um, you know, I just, uh, it just, it was, it was just completely awesome to experience that again. Yeah. It was just so cool. And then just, and it really just didn't even take a whole lot of time to get to, to get to that number. It's just, it's, 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 it's been really surreal. The best way what I'll do is I'll put in a, a companion blog piece and below, I'll put all the barbecue joints and then I'll also, we'll, we'll have links to everything that you're doing. So that way. They, they can, you know, they can see it on your website as well. And it's, it's a mat. If anybody sees the list, it is just, it's the craziest one, most wonderful group of people you've ever seen. And a lot of people too, that will be going to this festival and Salina will have never gone to a lot of these places. There's, there's such, such a diverse, it's not like they're all concentrated in DFW or they're all constant. They're all over the place. And it's. Yeah, absolutely. And it's exciting. You know, and that, yeah. And, that, and that's always been a goal is to showcase different parts of the mm -hmm. state and just, having these relationships in different parts of the state, but also do showcase the DFW area some, you know, cause we, you know, 15 of the 42 are from the, DF, yeah. the greater DFW area. Um, so that's, that's great. We have Tinder Smokehouse right in Salina, which does a great job. And, you know, they're, they're very excited to have this event in their own backyard. I was, yeah. I was and, wondering before I saw the list, if they'd be on it, I guess. Yeah. And just, you know, be able to talk to local business owners, just the outpouring of support and like, you know, thank you for bringing us to Salina, you know, and it's, it's just us saying thank you because this, this town, you know, has a, has a whole lot going for it just in the sense of it's exploding in size. Now what is Salina like? It's, 
yeah, it's a, you know, it's still a small country town, but it's a small country town that has a whole lot of people moving there. And, but they're, you know, from the mayor down is full of people who are excited about the growth, who are, you know, who are doing uh, great things technologically and just, you know, marketing and, and all sorts of different areas to, to really showcase what Salina is currently, which is, you know, a town of 30 something thousand people, but that's triple the size it was 10 years ago. And then like you said off camera, like it's even going to probably yeah. 10 times, right? Yeah. And then, it, you know, over the next, you know, couple of decades where it's, you know, 10 times the size it is now and being able to bring this in to be a fixture in the community oh, while so all of this is happening, you know, is, is really cool. And every step of the way it's, I just got the phone with the mayor earlier today and, um, you know, got to talk to him for the first time. Yeah. and You talked to me and the mayor on the same day. That's amazing. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's just been, it's just been great. Just lots of support from, from every single facet of the city. And we're just, we're, we're stoked, you know? And now is there, I I know that when we get into the the, the different tickets, the different, there's all the VIP levels and different things. Mm -hmm. uh, You also mentioned parking. There's not, there's parking, but you also recommend people like Uber and Lyft. Are there hotels or motels in Salina or is it more of the other cities that you recommend outside of that area? Yeah, that's, and that's what's crazy. It's growing so fast, but it's growing faster than, you know, a lot of the business aspect can keep up. So there are no, there are no hotels in Salina and there are no hotels in Prosper, which is the town immediately south of it. Okay. But there are a lot of hotels um, in Frisco and McKinney, okay. which are, you know, 15, 20 minute drives away. Of course, if you're coming to do, you know, something like this, yeah. <laughs> which you, know, you probably are. <laughs> we encourage you were left. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot of parking on site at the park itself. There's some, um, but we're going to have like two shuttle locations where we'll just have, we'll have, we'll be constantly shuttling people from the parking lot, those slots to, um, you know, bring you right to the festival itself. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I, I noticed that on this website. So you'll have update, you'll update with specific locations that'll have shuttles. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's, that's still, perfect. still being that's worked out right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So that's okay. So the main goal is to uh, follow you guys, like sign up for the email list and then also mm-hmm. to follow all the social media and then there'll be updates along the way. And I'm going to try to, so if anybody's listening, I'm just trying to keep my website up to date, the post, the same post, and keep adding stuff to it as you present more information so there'll be a bunch of different ways for people to get to yeah, get, yeah. get the information then so that makes sense yeah so it's the, so the chances are so if you are going to stay you'll stay outside like in mckinney frisco kind of like that's that would yeah sense. yeah I, I can't tell you where uh, all the barbecue joints are staying but i've all pretty much you know all of them that are having to stay overnight they're all within they're all in two hotels i'll just say they're very very close to each other so <laughs> you know it's a lot of trouble hiding out in one place, and uh, uh, but yeah, it's uh, so. If, it's, so if it's, you're it's friends great. with if you're friends with somebody that's on the list, <laughs> DM them and find out if that yeah. they're staying if they want to divulge that information. Which yeah, they, they I mean, if you not. honestly, if you dig deep enough on the website, and it's really not you know that in depth of a website, you can probably figure out which ones those are. But uh, uh, All right, we yeah, won't the, say, we won't say it. But so, so let, let's talk first off. Let, let's talk. Well, not first off. We've talked about a lot of stuff. Um, what's what's the music lineup? Yeah, so we have co-headliners um, this year. Pat Green and Josh Abbott are co-headlining. Um, Pat will play last, but you know they're they're equal build. You know, two Texas country uh, superstars, yeah. each in their own right, have put out. They've they've each put out a huge catalog of music that you know will be fixtures in the Texas country scene for a long time. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I've had the pleasure to book both of them um, in the past when I when I did Red Dirt and Tyler, and you know both are just absolute great to not only work with, but they both just put on a great show. They they interact with the crowd very well. You know, they both Josh especially um, loves barbecue. He loves he loves the meat church, and you know <laughs> repping Matt over here. And and then the rest, uh, you know, Stony Larue is, is our third act, and you know Stony is one of the um, you know fixtures in in Red Dirt in red dirt country, you know, in Oklahoma. And, you know, he's, he's played twice for me before. And just, I, you know, another, you know, these are all, these are all the ones that people my age and, and older experienced when we were younger. And especially like, you know, we get in your late thirties to mid forties. These are all the guys that you went and saw at clubs or bars or venues in college. And this is going to be, you know, there's so much of that age group living in this area that it's going to be kind of, 
nostalgic in a way. Yeah, but so they get nostalgic. to see the biggest names from yeah from theirs. And and what's crazy is that the band playing second is Cody Canada and The Departed. And if you're talking about you know the Mount Rushmore of Texas Red Dirt music, um, he's on it. You know he's you know, as, as his career transitioned from cross Canadian ragweed to, you know, doing his own thing with the departed, you know, he still puts out just incredible music and, you know, he sings some of the ragweed songs that he wrote. And I just saw him in uh, Hutto a few weeks ago at Coke Fest down there oh, really? with, with Pat. Yeah. With Pat actually too, same night. And, you know, he's just such a, he's such a happy, joyful person anyway. And he's just so positive all the time. Like his, his vibe is just, is great. You know, and I, I've, met him briefly years ago when he when he did red dirt but like we don't know each other but that's just the energy he gives off and then and he just he takes that to his to his set and it's just such a a cool set and and everybody just continues to watch him with such you know admiration and you know they're still enamored by this this titan in the in the music scene and then you have to say at least you know you know anybody can argue this for years but you know a lot of these guys can be argued to be on the mount rushmore you know um, and then opening is uh, Kyle Nixon, the 38s. Kyle is was also the fiddle player for Turnpike Troubadours. Oh. And ca- kind of in the midst of the pandemic, he put out his own record. And, uh, um, you know, they got, got a band together. So, you know, his uh, uh, his his drummer, Gabe Pearson, is was a drummer for Turnpike. And then um, his guitar player, Ron Engelman, was the guitar player for Turnpike. Oh, okay. And so, you know, you got, you know, three parts of the Troubadours up there with his new band and his new album, is 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 just phenomenal uh, as a great songwriter and then his bass player is uh, bill corbin who used to be the bass player for american aquarium one of my favorite bands yeah i was gonna I bring i was gonna bring up american yeah. aquarium yeah i i uh you know i got to know bill and, and bj and you know when he was with american aquarium and uh bill had actually come to red dirt even when he was with american aquarium they just weren't playing and he, he made a point to come you know before we got ah. them to play in 2019 and you know, and Bill and I are good friends and we had been talking, you know, throughout the whole process and I was telling him what I was doing. And, and, uh, I said, well, I said, I said, I think I'm going to, you know, get you guys to open. And, you know, he said, he texted Kyle real quick. I was like, Hey, are we open this date? And he said, we're open, we're open, go do it, go do it. And That's so tough. just, they're super excited. And, um, you know, top to bottom, it's just, it's, yeah, it sounds like yeah, there's not a bad <laughs> show. Yeah, no, it's, you get whoever you end up seeing, like if you're <laughs> going to the bathroom or something. And yeah, yeah, there's good, that's yeah. stellar. It's stellar. Yeah. And we, you know, and I kind of took it in the direction to where, like, okay, let's, let's bring in the legends this first time out. You know, there, there's so many great names and so many favorites. And, and, uh, you know, and, and when you're booking shows like this, you know, Texas was really one of the first states to kind of reopen and have these and lift capacity restrictions for concerts and stuff. So that meant so many people were playing in Texas. Um, you know, and you take Salina in a metropolitan area like that, you know, it's it it's tough to to find people who were just available that day. Interesting. And, yeah, because that's this kind so, of, it's so different than a lot of the United yeah, States. <laughs> yeah. And this kind of got a later start than I normally would, just you know, for how you know, my job situation turned out and how much time that led into all of this starting. But, um, you know, I've worked with a lot of great people and at agencies and stuff. And, um, you know, we worked hard to really, you know, put something together that, you know, we could, you know, we could be proud of the first time out. And I think that, you know, when the poster came out on Tuesday, people just kind of had that initial reaction of, oh my God, these guys are coming to Salina, you know, they're even you had, even though you had told me some of it, I still looked at it going, holy heck, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and it was it was kind of that same way in Tyler, too, is that, you know, that first year was kind of the initial, oh, my goodness, this is coming here with Randy Rogers and Whiskey Myers and, you know, and the other bands that we had that year. And, you know, bringing this concept to, to Salina and, and just really seeing people be like, oh, shit, this is, you know, this is, you know, coming here. But it's also still within you know, a 30, 45 minute drive of over a million people, you know, 2 million or whatever it is up there now. That could I mean, be even, yeah. 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 I mean, you take, you take Frisco, McKinney, Salina and Prosper together, you know, that's, that's a lot of people in itself. And then you can still pull from Dallas and Fort Worth yeah. and, um, you know, and that, and that's also, you know, taken even further by these barbie restaurants who are coming from 
that greater area, but also from other parts of the state. So yeah, from uh, Lockhart, yeah, yeah from uh, Beaumont. Yeah, it's like that's yeah. We and you know we were tagged in Instagram stories or whatever from people yesterday saying flights are booked. You know, like they've already booked their flights <laughs> to come down, and it's just it's really cool to see that experience yeah, again. And how excited people are because that's, you know, it's, it's something that I don't think we, I think we might've taken it for granted prior to the pandemic. Like, I think that like, there's a lot of terrible stuff with the pandemic, like awful, awful things like financially mm-hmm. and, and humans, but, uh, but it also, it, I think it makes you realize how important live music is and doing festivals and being with people. It's just, that's what life's really about and sharing those experiences. So it's, yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know, I mean, I can tell you, I mean, as much as anyone, you know, I took it for granted, you know, mm-hmm. it was, I did. um, yeah, having, having that for, you know, having Red Dirt for six years and you come out, you know, on January 25th or 20, whatever day it was in, in 2020 that we announced the lineup and you go on sale a week later and then you sell out of tickets and three and a half hours or three hours or whatever it was that, that we did and then two or three weeks later I'm watching Josh Weathers at a place in Lindell and realized then that this show already has to be postponed and and then a month later you know I you know myself along with countless millions of people working in live entertainment you know either lost their jobs or were furloughed and I was furloughed, you know, for almost a year. Um, and in the midst of that year, you know, we had, we had postponed red dirt to October and I was on the patio of that, of that bar watching, you know, Josh Weather's show outside, you know, talking with agents and stuff, trying to figure out when we could rebook the show. We had, all we could do is we found a Sunday. That's the best we could do to do it in Tyler. And, and then still had to, you know, postpone that one or push it, cancel, basically cancel 2020 and go to 2021 and I still remain furloughed, you know, and then coming into the new year, you know, I I lost my job completely. And, you know, I had to really look and be like, it wasn't easy by any means, but it became such a, such a fixture in my life and such a. It was like a year after year. It's like, it was a routine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Once you start rolling. Yeah. And I still did other stuff with my job, but I mean, you know, red dirt was, was it, you know, and, having that just completely disappear from your life is, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was a ton of bricks. I mean, yeah. it was a ton of bricks just having to postpone it and then to cancel again. And then, you know, when you come home and you lost your job, um, you know, which was anticipated to a certain extent, but, but then you see like, okay, in eight weeks, this event is coming to Tyler and I'm not going to be there. And it was, uh, that was, that was even was, hard for me. And I'm just this guy from yeah. California who, who <laughs> I, I care about you. And I, when I saw that, it was like, it really, I, I, I felt for you that day. Like it hurt me all day long. Cause I knew that this, there was something special for you. And that must've been not easy to, to see. Yeah. And it was, you know, I, I've got the most amazing way out of my league, beautiful woman going to marry me next summer, Congratulations. Uh, which I, I was you know, you. is my, is my you know biggest accomplishment in life but you know professionally that that was it you yeah. know and uh it was you know it was it was i mean hard and it was uh it was a transition i wasn't very really expecting until toward the end and and then to live uh basically four miles from it and not be there is you know was even was even worse you know i, uh-huh. I went to uh i went you know as they were setting up and stuff. I, I didn't go in, but I, I still, I still went down to uh, um, close to downtown to meet, you know, some of the restaurants that came in, meet some new ones and, and hang out with some of the ones I hadn't seen in forever. And that was, you know, that was awesome to, that's nice. I didn't know you had done to recon- that. Yeah. To reconnect with them and, and things like that. And then, you know, and then the next day, you know, I didn't go, uh, you know, I just, I couldn't even, bear the thought of doing it but you know and after all that you know all of these processes of salina were taking place you know throughout this so you know i knew and i had come to this you know realization that this will be better this will be not i say when i say better but this will be or i say better for me it's you know this 
business is two people. It's myself. It's my best friend of 30 years. We've known each other since we were five years old. Wow. You know, we, we, you know, went to kindergarten through 12th grade together. We were That's in each other's, you know, we were in each other's first weddings and, you know, we helped each other through divorces. And then now, you know, we're, you know, he's married with two kids and I'm getting married next summer. And, um, you know, we, we experience all these life changes with each other. And then suddenly it's, oh, now we're in business together. And, you know, which you I was, honest, <laughs> yeah, which I was honestly very, very hesitant to, to do it first I can see that. because yeah, you know, it's like the, the saying about like, you know, don't be roommates with your best friend or, you know, a lot of people say, don't go into business with your best friend or things like that. And, you know, and, and initially, you know, I'm usually the gas and somebody else, and especially like my business partner, he's the brakes, but it was kind of the opposite at first. And I told him, I said, this is what we have to expect. And, you know, we have to be good with these things and, you know, it, it, it can't, it can be risky and, you know, so on and so forth, but having both of us know each other for as long as we have, we know how each other operate and we know um, who's good at what and who's not great at what, you know, he's great at the financial side. I am not, you know, luckily I'm marrying an accountant. So I can, <laughs> I have yeah. that, I have that too. So, but you know, we, they, you know people we, say, people say that, but it's also, there's a lot of relationships that are best friends that go into business that do work too. It's like, they don't, people don't yeah. highlight those. It's just, you have to be, you have to be you know open about everything and, and come at it the right way, I think. Absolutely. And, you know, with it being just two of us, there's not a lot of other things involved sure. with it. You know, you know, he had been to Red Dirt, you know, before, and he had seen what uh, we were able to do with that and, you know, and being able to kind of translate that experience and those relationships in the barbecue music communities to do something together has been, you know, has been great. And, you know, there, there are always hiccups, you know, that no blows have been thrown yet or, or whatever, but, you know, it's been, it's a, it's a valuable relationship that, you know, is, is off to a great start and we're looking forward to really, you know, taking this thing to as high as we can this year and then really build upon, you know, this company and this brand, you know, in the future. Yeah. So, you know, from, from March 2nd, you know, the day I lost my job to, you know, August 24th, the day that we announced our, our lineup for Troubadour, you know, has been emotionally and well, I mean, physically just night and day, you know, you know, things like that. We, you know, it was talked about a lot during the pandemic, just about how not only just how, how people's lives changed and unemployment, things like that. You know, I've worked full time essentially since I was 15 years old. Taking a year and a half off of work was not something no. I've ever known, you know. And so it was, you know, it takes a toll on you. It takes a toll on your your mental health and your sure, relationships no, with people. And mm -hmm. um, but we, you know, as we see ourselves hopefully coming out of this, you know, during that time frame, you know, seeing not only that my relationships with these people are still strong and they, you know, they love me, I love them. And we're able to do this together. Seeing that, that, that light come out of the darkness has been, yeah. has been great and has shown me that while, you know, while I created Red Dirt and it'll always be a part of me and it was as hard as it was and still is, frankly, it, I mean, it always will. Um, but seeing this come to life is, is, uh, is even more special than anything that, um, I ever experienced with with red dirt. Yeah, and and look and look what it's what it will do for you as a person. Like it's something to accomplish this to do this twice. Like to do a lot of people dream of having a festival or doing something, mm. and so you'll have done. Now it's like that's the second chance, and it's and you can really shape it the way you want. And it's also mm. you, what you've gone through. Well, you know it it shapes you as a human. It, it shapes you as a person, and it makes you uh, it makes you stronger. And it, uh, this is. I'm happy. Like it's interesting, yeah. Because if I had talked to you four months ago, or, or things, it's a different a chase than I would. I probably have. would have had a lot more of these during that conversation <laughs> than I, I'm yeah. having now. But yeah, it's you know, resiliency is is a is a Can't fascinating thing, and yeah, and without you know, without you know, my fiance and without my family and my friends, you know, no way, man, wouldn't have yeah. wouldn't have come out well. But but having the support system and then having you know this 
having the trust and the support from my best friend and this company and, um, you know, has really, you know, brought out a, let's just say I won't take it for granted as much as I, or take it for granted like I did, like I did before, you know. And I'll talk to you in two years and we'll, we'll make sure that, we, that both of us don't take, take this shit. I might, I might. I might be dead by then. Just <laughs> Let's see, see how, how much of a toll this takes. Uh, but it's also, it, it also is, it's, it shows how much people love you and people care about you. And they want to, they're not only, they not only want to be together and do this thing. They want to do it with you because they, they care about you. So it's, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a whole other, it's a whole big thing. It's, it's it would new, be so easy for these barbecue restaurants to tell me, no, man, mm-hmm. we just, we yeah. don't have the staffing or meat costs are too high, or we just, you know, we just got to focus on our restaurant or we just can't make it, you know? And there were times where that did happen and completely understandable, but to have, have them come and say, you know, hell yeah, brother, let's, let's do this from the ones that I've known with or worked with. You know, when I, when I texted Eric Linderman at Black's barbecue or Chad Franks at Schmidt family and, and the entire Schmidt family, you know, with Kreitz and Lockhart or, you know, some of these several other ones that, had been there from the very first red dirt, you know, from the, that said, yes, the very first time I asked them in 2013 to now, you know, is, is amazing. But then having the people, you know, with other restaurants that I haven't worked with at a festival yet say, we always heard great things about what you did at red dirt. We would love to be a part of it. You know, that's just, I mean, it's gratifying, yeah. humbling, you know, and I'm not really sure what they see, but you know, <laughs> they, but we like to have a good time. We like to have a good time together, yeah. and, and we try to make it a point to really, you know, really put a lot of focus on our barbecue restaurants. And well, that kind of takes me to you know conversation I had with Grady or, or Brady. I'm sorry, Grady Brady um, about the poster was you know the initial red dirt posters we did. I kind of did myself. They weren't very good because I wasn't like a graphic designer or anything. But I would, but I would have, you know, the bands and then, you know, the restaurants listed on the same poster. And as we added more and more, um, you know, restaurants, you know, I felt like there was less room. So we just kind of showcased the bands bigger and just put, you know, however many restaurants were going to be there. And I was talking to Brady, he said, no way, man, you've got 42 of these damn places coming. We're putting all 42 on this, on this poster. And, and I said, you know, I agree with you. I said, I said, they have to be in the same place as, definitely as these guys playing and, and that poster doesn't have the effect like it wouldn't have the effect that, you know, if those barbecue names weren't on there, you didn't see 42 of those barbecue restaurants on there. You know, when you see Louis Miller next to meat church or two M smokehouse next to, you know, well, I, was, I, was thinking, I was thinking there's only 42, like not only there's not, we, we have time. I think it would be important. I'm going to name them as we, I'm going to go, I'm on the website right now. Let's just name them. So for if someone's listening and driving, and they don't know the list. It's a it's a crazy list. I'll start like 1701 Barbecue, 2M Smokehouse, Barbecue on the Brazos, Black's Barbecue, Brett's Backyard Barbecue, Brett's Barbecue Shop and Katie, Brisket Love Ice House, uh, Brothers and Black Iron Barbecue, CM Smokehouse, Dane's Craft Barbecue, Dozier's Barbecue, Evie Mays Barbecue, Fiji's Barbecue, Goldie's Barbecue, Gas Family Barbecue. Like if it was just that, that would be amazing. Hellberg Barbecue, Hill Barbecue, Hurtado Barbecue, Hutchins Barbecue, Kreitz Market, Lockhart Smokehouse, Louis Miller Barbecue, Meat Church, Mimsy's Craft Barbecue, Opie's Barbecue, Panther City Barbecue, Pinkerton's Barbecue, Regal's Barbecue, Roland's Smoke Barbecue, Rossler's Blue Cord Barbecue, Schmidt Family Barbecue, Slaughter's Barbecue, Oasis, Smiley's Craft Barbecue, Smoke Session Barbecue, Sunburn Barbecue, Tejas Chocolate Barbecue, Tender Smokehouse, The Slow Bone, Truth Barbecue, Tyler's Barbecue, The Caros, Texas Barbecue, and Zavala's Barbecue. Insane. <laughs> that is insane. I just wanted to say it out loud. And if anybody's yeah. listening, I think that would make people excited just to hear that. That's amazing. And it's, and it's crazy just even the names that, you know, that my, I even, some of them I originally reached out to that couldn't make it, but that led to, okay, well, that means I can ask this, you know, this person who I've might have met or known through social media or whatever, or just seen that they've, you know, they've, they've really grown and, you know, been popular in, in Texas barbecue. And then I could reach out, but I, you know, I had a few reach out after and be like, man, we'd love to be a part of this. And I'm just, it, it's, saying no in that situation is just absolutely brutal because like you know 40 was our plan 
Yeah. And, you know, it got to 42 and it was like, okay, we just have to stop. And, but I was telling, you know, my, my business partner, my best friend that I said, we could have had 50 easily, you know, and I just, I want to meet one person who, who tries all 42 places. Cause I don't think I'm going to find one. That's like, who's going to have, there's no who's, way he's going to be the guy that has the two trays laid out with all the different samples from these and so how, how does that work for people that haven't been to a, a red dirt festival how does that work to people and we'll, i don't want to talk about the tickets next but how does it when they come in do they are they are they all do they all create one dish is that what it is or one or two yeah dishes? well they, they they kind of i i leave it up to the restaurants as far as what they want to create you know especially okay. in this environment where like you know brisket costs are just ridiculous yeah. and other meat costs are too um you know leave them to be creative as far as like what they're comfortable with what they want to make and something they can serve to a lot of people uh so, you know, some might do one thing, some might do two things. If you're Matt Pittman at Meat Church, you do like 37 things. And, <laughs> of course, uh, you know, we have some that will do one specific thing for uh, VIPs. You know, one year at Red Dirt, uh, Russell Regals at Regals Barbecue, they did like, um, you know, like the mini, uh, mini Rubens, you know, with this absolutely kick-ass pastrami. They did that for VIPs and then they did other stuff for, you know, the the barbecue music you know, ticket holders. So that kind of folds into the ticket question. So like yeah. we have a VIP ticket where they come in at noon. So that gets them an hour earlier entry into the festival. So they have an hour by themselves and there are, there are obviously way fewer of these tickets sold. They have an hour by themselves to sample as many of the 42 restaurants as they can. And then at one o'clock is when our, our Troubadour barbecue music ticket holders come in and they get samples from all 42 restaurants things like that and then that also allows them access to the show so like you know vip they get they get like a shirt they'll get um you know the private vip area things like that part in front of the stage um that kind Flush, of flushable toilets then you say that too yeah yeah which i read i actually read this yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah those things are very expensive just so people know okay. um so don't but, mess them uh, up <laughs> yeah exactly um so the vips are, are 200 and then the barbecue music tickets are 100 and then we sell tickets for just the concert. So if, um, you know, if somebody's not necessarily interested in barbecue, but they want to go see Pat Green, Josh Abbott, Stoney, and all these other guys, you know, they can just pay 50 bucks. They come in at four o'clock. That's when the barbecue sampling is over. Um, and then they can just watch the show, what we'll food trucks. And then we actually even tell barbecue restaurants that they want to, um, they're allowed to sell food to um, oh, festival okay. goers starting at four o'clock. So that gives a few more food options there. Um, and it gives the restaurants an opportunity to make a little bit of money to offset, you know, a lot of their expense that that happens when they participate in things like this. Um, you know, it we tend to have we tend to have we'll probably have a few that'll that'll opt to do that. I know a two or three that will for sure. Um, so that's gonna that will give people who come at four o'clock be like, oh, I can still have the barbecue. I and that'll be in the it. barbecue area. Yeah, yeah, it's already one venue. So we basically just divide it by like three different gate times. Okay, um, but. Um, so there's food available from four on, you know, for, for that aspect. And if somehow the barbecue ticket holders get hungry again, I don't see how, but okay. Uh, you know, there, there's food available. So we're trying to, I'm trying to shoot for like, like just like taco trucks, like having like some different kind of taco places out there. Okay, cool. That's um, awesome. Just kind of keep the, keep the Texas vibe going with it. Yeah. So that's how the, the tickets work. We will have like, how, how much VIP is the VIP package. ticket? VIPs are 200, the barbecue and music tickets are 100, and then our just our music 50. ticket is 50. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We will have a, a few platinum VIP packages available, which um, they'll probably sell out very quickly. It's basically a package that comes with four VIP tickets. Okay. And then um, we we get a custom rap guitar um, oh. done done by uh, my good friend Scott Friedek in Dripping Springs, Texas. Go see him or get some guitars from him. Cool. And uh, I'll put a link below. Uh, they, yeah, we get one of those um, that they get there and then uh, COVID pending, you know, whatever those protocols might be and what the, the bands choose to do, um, they get a meet and greet with meet an artist. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Will yeah, that, that be, also, will be, that on, be the, on the on the website for sale at, until they sell out? Yeah, it'll be on Eventbrite. It's not on like the main homepage now because there's so few available, but you can, you'll be able to see it on a, on Eventbrite when it, when it goes on sale on Friday. It goes on sale at 10 a.m. I always say Texas time, but it's central. central so 10 a.m. <laughs> Someone Texas says, is big as the time zone. Yeah, I, know, so I, always, a, I always say yeah. like Texas time when I do like I do a little thing. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Friday, August 27th, Central Time. Um, yeah, TroubadourFestival.com. Tickets go on sale. 
Um, and if, until tomorrow morning, if, if people sign up for the emails, you know, they'll get a pre-sale code at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning to have early access to buy tickets. So, you know, the, it's hard to tell what we are anticipating yeah, because yeah, yeah. obviously it's a first year event, but it's, you know, we anticipate VIP tickets going very quickly, yeah. very, very quickly. And then, you know, then the barbecue music tickets will go next and then the concert tickets, you know, however, you know, whatever that takes. And if we don't sell any of anything, we'll, or don't sell all of anything, we'll sell the gate. But, you know, I anticipate that if you're wanting to experience the barbecue aspect of, of this event, that buying early is a very, very wise option. So well, I'm going to uh, try to get this out before so is it 10 a.m. tomorrow is the people that have is, gonna, is, okay. the, is, is the email pre so yeah pre-sale. okay yeah. so if i can try to get this out like if i can get this out tonight then we we could if you're listening to this somehow in the morning or you know about <laughs> or, or you see the post that i'm that i'm putting then you can at least see that you need if because it's a lot of it could sell out tomorrow potentially potentially you know i never I know it's don't i don't think so no i mean we have had a significant <laughs> amount of people sign up for emails for to get the pre-sale Mm-hmm. Um, way more than I anticipated. So, you know, I've learned in this business to never say never, to never just depend on anything and always been on something yeah, going course, wrong. Yeah. You know, your number one job as an event planner, promoter, whatever you want to call us is put out fires. I and mean, that's yeah. what our job is. Um, you know, so, but, you know, we're excited to see what, uh, what's what's happening my my business partner's playing golf on friday and i don't anticipate he'll be um working on his golf swing much other than like just texting me every four seconds yeah I think like, that what, was... how's it going how's it going how's it going <laughs> or, um, yeah, or vice versa yeah. you'll be texting him saying this is this this is this is this is, this is how this happened i think yeah, yeah it's 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 such a fun day it's stressful but it's 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 an absolute fun day because it's you know it's you know, I, I rank it, you know, day of show always is, you know, it's, it's your best day. Yeah. You know, if everything goes correctly, it's, it's there. And then, you know, lineup release day is it, but then you got, you know, when you're on sale, when you get that, That's say, like, okay. And then you get the validation of, okay, while well, this many people are putting their hard earned money, you know, putting their trust in that, in this event to be successful. So we've into got an, to, into an know, idea, not, that you could, into an idea that you conceive too, which is really yeah, cool it's, and it. It's yeah, it's cool, but it's also scary as shit. But it's, uh, <laughs> well, there's but, that too, yes. Yeah, and yeah, because you know, and I have these, I've had these conversations with you know countless people, but especially like ones in the city, um, and and Salina, and you know, when they when they were learning about me and my past and and what's changed in my life and, and what's and what's new now, is I tell them I said the most important people in all of this is not, you know, these are all important people. The mayor's an important person and all these other people who have yeah. been very helpful are very important people. I said, the most important people in all of this are our customers mm-hmm. and that we will go out of our way to resolve anything or just, you know, really um, ensure that they have a great time, mm-hmm. that this is something that they say, okay, I'm glad I pay $200 of my hard earned money on a VIP ticket to come to this, or I'm glad I paid $50 to come yeah. see Pat Green, Josh Abbott, and these guys. And in buy in buy beer, whatever else. It's like it's so that that's the that's the priority is it's a I, I love the Southwest Airlines way of doing things where you know their CEO or their company, you know, basically their mission statement is our employees come first, you know. So those, you know, because if they're not happy, the customer that yeah. buys tickets or goes to the airplanes, like so if if my customers aren't happy. They're not going to come back, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, and if you think about it too, to I was just thinking about it for fifty dollars. That's a great price for a show. Yeah, it's it is, and um, you know, because you go see Fat Green on a Friday night somewhere, you know, you're gonna you're gonna pay that, yeah. you know, or maybe a little more. less, but you're gonna pay. Yeah, you you know, depending on where it is, depending you, where it is, you yeah. will pay it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, taking you know, putting these guys in a festival atmosphere and. Uh, is is really great especially when it comes to you know all of these guys you know having you know seeing them perform and in that kind of environment with that many people you know um you know i mentioned at coke fest and and huddo when pat green was there um same as cody you know when pat went on stage right before the headliner um you know this place sold out it was over ten thousand people and you know and pat is such a dynamic performer and so you know crowd centered you know he's just 
icon. He feeds off that energy. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is what I want to see. I, I saw it when Pat played at Red Dirt in 2018. I was like, this is what I want to see in uh in Troubadour. And that happens if the tickets sell. So mm-hmm. we gotta make the customers happy, have them stick around, mm-hmm. keep them sober enough to to stay up late and, <laughs> yeah, and watch but, and make it to the last yeah but no they and they yeah. they, they will it's it's oh, it, people, yeah. people rally especially too like the energy will be there and that'll be and yeah and a cool thing about what we do is that you know the festival is come and go it is a long day so we have a lot of people that like will bring their kids out early and they'll eat or whatever they'll take them home leave with a babysitter mom and dad will come back and and so you can do and that. go to the show yeah, you can come and go as long as you have a wristband on. Okay. So, you know, that way if they want to eat and then they want to go into town, go to downtown Salina and, and have a beer at Roller Town or if they want to go to so Roller Town is, or Roller Town is in Salina. Yeah, Roller okay. Town's I can see Salina now. Yeah, okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Roller Town uh, breweries in Salina. It's uh hit them up. I actually just got got a phone with one of the owners earlier. Um uh Ben and Skin is a very popular radio show in Dallas and they own the brewery and um they uh They've just been super stoked this week. I've, I've, I've been talking to, to Ben from Ben and Skin a lot uh, this week about, about the festival and Roller Town and things like that. And, you know, they're just absolutely stoked that this is coming to, to where their business is. And so, you know, having all these people there and, you know, whether it's the night before they come in or that morning or the early that day and they come later or they leave and come back, you know, there's a lot of really, really cool local uh, places in Salina, especially downtown that are just, that are great. People want to go see it whenever they, they go. I want to get some a chance to see Celine, Celina before, I mean, like if, if they've never, cause a lot of people haven't been to Celina. So it, it, this, it opens their eyes. It gives them a chance to see what the city. Yeah. Yeah. Is all about. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people in Texas are familiar with Celina in a sports aspect because Celina for years, um, you know, always still great, but for years they were just a powerhouse in high school football. Okay. Um, I, I, I would have to double check, but, they're either tied for the most or they have near the most um, state championships of, oh. of any high school in, in Texas. So, you know, been so a smaller school, but as it continues to grow, you know, it's going to get bigger or whatever, but a town that's really proud of its high school football team. And, um, you know, Salina and high school has, has been synonymous with each other for a long time. And, um, you know, I was a sports writer for many years and I covered high school football in Texas, East Texas, and, um, but all over Texas too. But I had never been to Salina, but anybody in my business, knew where what Salina was where it was and just how good they were and the first time I went to Salina was earlier this year and you know drove by the football stadium and things like that was like my whole time of doing sports I'd never been um but you know but then got to see it now I was like yeah this is a town that's 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 very much in love with its football team well it's interesting because like there's Friday Night Lights and I when I I lived in Texas for a year I was driving like somewhere I was driving back towards Taylor at night and I could see a light in the distance and, and, the, mm-hmm. and as I closer I didn't and then I saw all these cars coming in and it was just a football stadium but it was obviously yeah. probably high school but it was like yeah and then I'm like okay now it makes sense because it's yeah. in California it's not the same it's not maybe in the outskirts of California but not definitely not in Los Angeles yeah it's a uh... It's, it's funny you mentioned that because there was actually a writer with the sports writer of the LA Times that kind of got kind of got roasted on Twitter uh, last week. He had kind of shown a video of a of a new of a stadium in, in LA or you know or in the LA area of a high school football team, and it was it was a nice stadium. I'm wrong, it was nice, but it, but it just like Texas just got all over this guy at <laughs> once so and was like you know one was like oh that's a you know, that's a cute 3A football stadium when, you know, 6A is the highest here. And, you know, or that's like, or I've seen, you know, practice facilities bigger and nicer than that or that's something hilarious. like that. I mean, but it's Texas, everything's over the top. And when it comes to football and high school football, you know, it's crazy. I mean, right down the road from Salina and McKinney, you know, their, their new stadium and Allen, which is right over south of McKinney, their football stadiums cost $60 million, you know, and they're, they're massive. Yeah, so, so that's something that's like a that's like a bucket list thing to go to a Texas high school football game, like a real like an in a town that really cares. That would be absolutely. Amazing. And what's and what's cool is that November sixth, that weekend, you know, that's I believe that's the first weekend the high school playoffs start. <laughs> so you'll have a lot of people. You know, Salina will be in the playoffs. I'm sure where they'll probably play Friday night, 
And, you know, they get to watch them or they'll go to another playoff game somewhere in the Metroplex and then get to come to Salina after that. So a lot of visitors, especially oh, if some fun. come from out of state, you know, come to the DFW area, go find a high school playoff game to watch, you know. Yeah, and, if you're flying in, because it'll be obviously there's people that are listening to this or, or yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that would be really cool. That would be such a great experience. Yeah. And for those who have never been to, you know, especially a big school like playoff game or high school game, it's a, it's something else. You know, my fiance moved here last year in the midst of the pandemic. And, you know, she's from, you know, New York, like a little north of the city. So, and I was told her, I said, I want to take you to a, a high school football game you know, playoff game this fall and we weren't able to for obvious reasons, but you know, this year I want to take her just so they can just see how ridiculous yeah. and awesome Texas is when it comes to something <laughs> like high school football. And you know, I spent so many years in it and, you know, just and loved it. But it's like when you have somebody from who'd never been here or never experienced this even first time, Oh, it's, 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 it's great. Yeah. Well, I'll have to hit you up and we'll have to go sometime because it, it might, I would, hate to, I, I would hate to show you photos of what our, like our team, it was like El Camino Real high school. We, I don't think we won a game. I think we won one game in the four years that I was in high school. Like that's how <laughs> our team was terrible. And the people came out, yeah. but kids didn't pay attention to the game. They just came out to hang out. It was, and we played yeah. at, a, at a college, like a junior college, because we didn't even have a, a football stadium. We didn't, we didn't, yeah. which is bizarre. But this is so, yeah. so is there anything that we missed? Cause we've, we're all, all running on almost an hour. I want to make sure, is there anything we missed? The troubadourfestival.com, right? Yep, troubadourfestival.com. I don't think so. You know, there, if, there, uh, I guess, and like you have, you have FAQ, you have a whole, uh, all the stuff on the website. So if there's any questions, yeah. anything about lodging or the area around, like you talk about that, you talk about this, like you're mm. going to update the shuttle stuff. You have you, Uber and Lyft is something you've recommended. Also, mm. um, you've talked about uh, we like the different levels of tickets. I'm trying to think. I don't think there's yep. anything yeah. else. If, pe- if people have, if people have something that's not on the website, they have questions about um, yeah. info at troubadourfestival.com email address. Perfect. And I'll try to email you back in a reasonable time because it all just comes to me. So uh, one, one man marketing crew over here. So <laughs> yeah, give, you, uh, give, uh, give Chase a little bit of time. <laughs> is, there gonna be, is there going to be swag that's coming out or is that going to be available? Out there? Yeah, no, Brady's Brady's going to be designing um, uh, some shirts, you know, probably have one or two shirt options. Um or we'll have like one we give to the VIPs and then one that we sell. Okay. Um, we're gonna have hats. Oh, the patch is really cool. What we're gonna do for the hats? It's it's awesome. Um, like I need another hat of my like sixty five that I have. But <laughs> same with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, but yeah, there'll be merch there. There'll be artist merch there. You know, it's it's uh, you know, we're we're talking about some other different aspects that we can bring out there to to really elevate the experience. Yeah. Um, you know, the stage setup we're going to have is massive. You know, we're, we're really, we're really doing what we can, you know, within a first year budget, of course, but really doing what we can to maximize the experience and, and really showcase this as being a premier event barbecue wise and music wise, because, you know, as, as, you know, as we've married these two together, it's kind of, it's a, it's a theme that, you know, we like to stick to and make sure that, that yeah. both sides are equally, uh, equally formative yeah and as time formative. goes by it'll continue to grow and evolve evolve and and if and for people too it'll give them a chance to rub shoulders so to speak with a lot of their barbecue heroes and people that restaurants that they've always wanted to visit they can you know see the person take photos yeah. it's gonna be really cool yeah absolutely and that's and then that'll happen it's you know whether it's you know i can't speak a hundred percent but i think i saw on twitter i think roy perez from from christ market is is coming up um, you know, and then you'll, you'll have, you know, if you have like, if Wayne Miller from Louis Miller barbecue is able to come, you'll know, have a Wayne there, um, you know, Just very close to Wayne, guys. very good friend. Yeah. And then, you know, but all these other guys, I mean, they're all legends and superstars mm-hmm. in their own right, doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And, you know, having all them in one place is, is really cool. And I love seeing people like stop and take pictures and the amount of cameras that come out is, at these things is just, is just nuts. <laughs> I know it's, it's, it still amazes me how much people take pictures and film people kind yeah. of need and doing things like it's a, like I do it like I, I'm a big I do it the same thing but it's just amazing how presentation oriented everything is and how like imagine doing doing your job every day and having people filming and taking pictures of you nonstop. it's something yeah it's, 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 it's and the other cool thing about that is like so much of the 
it's so much of like the food options of these things is elevated so much that, I mean, yeah, having the brisket or ribs or sausages is, is awesome. You know, it's all great, you know, especially from these, you know, these tier level of, of barbecue joints. But, you know, over the years is the more that they come to these festivals, whether it's been Texas Monthly or if it was Red Dirt with me or if it's, you know, Troubadour this year or, what, or anything else, um, you know, Smoked in Dallas. That was a great event that Del Brock put on, like what things they did there. But when you, over the years, they've kind of like, okay, well, let's, let's start doing some crazy shit, you know, yeah. let's, you know, let's make never. mini, yeah, let's make some mini Rubens or do whole hog or let's, you know, do like chicken fried burn ends or, you know, so many different things that people may not necessarily get to experience on a daily basis or ever in a restaurant. Something like this gives these restaurants a chance yeah, to really creative. Yeah. yeah. Spread their wings a little bit and be like, Hey, let's, you know, if we want to do brisket or ribs or whatever, that's fine. But, you know, if we want to throw in something, something funky in here, let's do it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a unique experience. And then people are going to take thousands of pictures of that. Like, it's going to be, it's <laughs> yeah. funny. Like, it'll yeah. be interesting to see, like, when, like, people are taking photos of, like, just dots on, like, a, on a map of, like, how often things are, because it's, like, at that mm. moment, there's going to be, if, which I hope I can make it, but if I can't, if I can't make it, then it's definitely going to be, like, my social media feed is going to be, like, <laughs> just, oh, for, yeah constantly like yesterday constantly. it was like it was just like every scroll was the poster yeah you know? i know i saw that. i love like, that like, it was awesome to see yeah it's like but but yeah we're seeing all those food pictures come out yeah. you know that that day and then you know on social media now especially from like the you know from my account the festival accounts you know following all these barbecue restaurants they're like every single one i'm just like that looks amazing that looks amazing that looks amazing you know yeah. it's, just, it's fun these guys it's are crushing it yeah so chase i'm super excited about this i can't wait uh to see how this goes and uh, hopefully i'll get a chance to to actually go there but i'm really happy for you i'm excited that this is working no, out thanks kevin I, yeah man i appreciate it appreciate you and all you do for for barbecue and stuff it's it's awesome we're excited and uh you know here's the here's the troubadour definitely here's the troubadour